in Jesus' name. If you have your Bible, please let me turn to the book of 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, we're going to read verse 8 of it. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 8 and 9. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 8 and 9. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Bible says in verse 8, we are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perilous, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Hallelujah. Yeah. If you have an Arabic version, please send me this in Arabic. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible says what? In that verse 8, it says we are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are hard pressed on every side, but yet not crushed. We are perilous, but not in despair. Persecuted but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. Hallelujah. I don't know who God is talking to today in the house, but I want to tell you that whatever you're passing through, God is over there. God is in the picture. Hallelujah. Today we'll be looking into a topic that I tag, when things aren't working for our favor. When things aren't working for your favor. Amen. What will you do? When things is not working for you, educationally is not working for you, materially is not working for you, maritally there is a chaos. What will you do? Hallelujah. Remain unbreakable. Hallelujah. When things are not working for you, remain what? Unbreakable. Hallelujah. Praise the living Jesus. Hallelujah. See, I worked in a plastic company. Amen. There are some plastic when you melt, when you use the real material to make a plastic. Hallelujah. Even though you twist and bend the plastic, it does not break. It goes back to itself again. But when the, the rubber is mixed with used material, when you bend, it breaks. Hallelujah. Now, God is telling you and I that we must be unbreakable regardless of what you are passing through. Regardless of the situation in the country right now, remain what? Unbreakable. Amen. When things are not working for you, 
You prayed, it seems as if you are not praying. You fasted, it seems as if God is far from you, it's not yet with you. You look right and you look left, nobody is there to help you. It's like you are alone. What do you do? What will you do? Will you give up? Will you break? Or will you remain unbreakable? The Bible said what? That though we are persecuted, but what happened? We are not forsaken. Though we are persecuted, we are not what? Forsaken. Hallelujah. Even though we are pushed down, we say we are not totally what? Destroyed. So there is a hope for you and I. Amen. Tell yourself there is a hope for me. Tell yourself there is a hope for me. I want to understand something very important. When you look at other people's problems, you know that you don't have a problem. Hallelujah. When you sit down to ask people what are they passing through, you know that you are not passing through anything. And you will give thanks to God. I'll give a quick example. A brother left the house crying one day that he's tired of everything. That's tired of life. That nobody is there for him. Everybody has left, left him. So when he was walking, he saw some people. I used to see those people as well. They don't have, they are blind. They are all blind. Some of them, they don't have hands. So they come together in a group and they sit on the roadside and they praise God. There is no way you will pass those people that you will not stop and say, Father, ah, I thank you that I'm still having complete. They are all deformed people. Mark, if you see these people praising God, you will ask them, you will ask yourself, why are they praising God? Some of them has no hand. Some has no leg. Those that have hands are not playing the drums. Those that have legs are the one dancing on the street. Those that have no eyes are the one singing melody unto the Lord. They are praising God. So when this brother stopped there and saw them, he said, Ah, my hand is dead. My leg is complete. I can still see. It means there's a hope for me for tomorrow. There's a hope for me. He went back home. Are you like that brother? All that said, everyone has forsaken me. Nothing is working for me. There are people out there that your case is far more better off than them. Hallelujah. Learn how to praise God. Learn how to say, Father, I thank you in my situation. I thank you in my challenges. I thank you because I know you have a bigger plan for me. I know what I'm passing through today is for why. Amen. Praise the living Jesus. And that has a beginning has what? An end. Hallelujah. Whatever has a beginning has an end. Praise the living Jesus. It's only God that has no end. Every human being under the face of the head has a beginning and has an end. Hallelujah. When we fell from the Garden of Eden, we have the beginning and we have the end. Initially, God's plan was that you and I will live forever. Amen. But when we fell in the Garden of Eden, there was a beginning and there was what? An end. So every challenge that you are passing through today has a beginning, it has an end. The disease out there today has a beginning and has an end. There's a day that is going to end. And by the way, put in your mind, when it ends, something else will start again. Everything has a beginning, has an end. When things are not working for you, what will you do? Amen. Mm-hmm.
Praise the living Jesus. Amen. Let us go to the book of 2 Corinthians again, please. Let us start from chapter 1 of it. 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Are we together in the house? We are going to read from verse 8 of it. 2 Corinthians 1 verse 8. The Bible says what? For we do not want you to be ignorant brothers of our troubles, which come to us in Asia, that we we are burdened beyond measure, above strength, so that we despair even of our life. Verse 9 said, yes, we have the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God, who raises the dead, who delivered us from our great death, and thus delivered us in whom we trust, that he will still deliver us. Hallelujah. Second, so you please, if you don't mind, please. Amen. He said, yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves but trust in who? In God. Children of God, until you learn how to turn your eyes away from the problem and turn it on to God, you will continue to pass through that problem. Until you learn how to rely totally on God's saving grace, you will still have the problem. <laughs> Listen carefully. A drunkard that became drunk, started drinking, didn't just wake up and say, I want to be a drunkard. Something made him a drunkard. Hallelujah. Situations of life made him what? A drunkard. But the truth of the matter is this. Ask them a question. Why do you drink? They will tell you, I drink to forget my problems. I smoke to forget my problems. And ask them, after you finish drunk, get drunk, did the problem go? They'll tell you, no, it still remains. When I'm out of the attain of the drinkiness, my problem still remains. By the way, it's not even remains, it's piling up. Hallelujah. Apostle Paul said, we are not lying to you. There is going to be what? A problem. Definitely. Challenge will come up. Family challenge, material, marital challenges, educational challenges, financial crisis, problems will come. Hallelujah. The problem will find you. You don't need to work find him. He will find you by himself. Hallelujah. He will not answer it. Mama, you, I just came to visit you. Hallelujah. You cannot run away from him. He is going to be there. Amen. When the Bible says, when the problems come, what do you do? Will you sit down and start crying? No. He says what? Apostle Paul said, even though we face death, what do we do? We learn to trust who? God. That raised somebody out of the dead. We know even though we die physically, he's going to raise us back to life. When you have this confidence inside of you, you will have the peace of mind. That whatever has happened or is happening to me right now will surely come to an end. Amen. Tell the person beside you, my challenge will not kill me. Say to yourself, my challenges will not kill me. 
But my challenge will propel me to the next level. My challenges will take me to the next level. It's all about you, children of God. It's all about you looking up to God. It's all about you believing God for everything. Amen. Amen. God wants us to turn our attention to Him. God wants us to turn our attention to Him. Do you know sometimes God allows challenges to come to your life? Amen. Praise God. Amen. Do you know sometimes God allows challenges to come to you? Amen. When He loved you so much and you begin to love somebody else, you will allow challenges to come to you so you can turn back to him. Amen. He will allow sickness. He will allow something will happen to you. When that thing happened to you, what do you do? You say, ah, Dad, you say, I was waiting for you, Dad. <laughs> I was waiting. I allowed so you can come home because why? I don't want you to get lost. Amen. So sometimes celebrate it. Hallelujah. God bless my son over there, Sobri. He said something I gave him work to do last week, and he said something that touched my heart. Hallelujah. He wrote one word. He said, even though there's a corona, there's a benefit in the corona. Amen. Hallelujah. I was like, wow, this guy is thinking the way I'm thinking. Hallelujah. He said, do something positive with your life with the corona. Don't lock yourself in and get fat and have cash like us. Hallelujah. What is that going to gym? <laughs> to gym all the old food out of us. Hallelujah. Do something positive. The same thing. When challenges come your way, sit back and look. Why did this challenge come? Am I praying well? Am I not praying well? Am I far from God? Think. Don't cry. Think. Focus your attention all to God. Apostle Paul said, even though we are about to die, we look the dead and laugh about it and say, what there is God. There is what? There is God. Hallelujah. Help me go to the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 5 of it. Jeremiah 17, verse 5. I don't know what you are passing through, beloved. I just want to encourage you today that there is God for you. Jeremiah chapter 17. We are going to read verse 5 and verse 7. Verse 5. Verse 5 said what? Thus says the Lord, Cause is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah. Trust is a cause is the man. Hallelujah. Cause is the man who put his trust on man or makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. The seven and say, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose heart or whose hope is the Lord. Five said words, curse. And seven said words, blessed. When challenges of life come to you, the Bible says, don't focus on man. When you do that, what happened? Curse is upon you. Make up and say, if you don't mind, please. Blessed is the man that puts his trust in the Lord. When challenges come, blessed are you when you look up to God for solution. 
curse unto you when you look man for solution. You see, I was reading this morning devotion with my children, and we are reading from the book of Second King, and we're talking about the kingship of of Rehoboam. Hallelujah. Rehoboam is the son of David, one of the grandsons of David, and became a king. Hallelujah. The Bible says, and the people came to him and asked a question. Reduce the problem for us so we can serve you. And the Bible says, he went and asked people what to do. He asked the older men with wisdom. They gave him good wisdom, but he said, no. He now asked the young ones. And the young ones now led him astray. And the Bible says, on that day, the kingship of David was because he trusted on the advice of young men. Hallelujah. Praise the living Jesus. When a young girl asks a young girl for an advice, the young girl will give that young girl advice based on his knowledge. But when a young girl asks an old woman an advice, the old woman will give her wisdom. Hallelujah. Wisdom that will save that girl's life. Because they've passed through that phrase. Same thing God is telling you and I today. When problem will come, when you have challenges, rather than running to a woman or running to a man to solve it, run to the owner that owns your life, that has the power to solve the problem. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. Whatever you are passing through, run to God. Do what? Run to God. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Is the God that can save you from that? He said, Cause is the woman. Cause is the man that put his trust on man. <laughs> God is a jealous God. Do you know that? He said, I am a jealous God. I share my glory with no man. Hallelujah. When God finds you that he's his daughter, his own, the apple of his eyes, for you to come to him, you run to a man, hi, he's jealous. He's, and for that reason, he costs you. You say, well, I, I am here. Why did you leave me? Is it because I'm quiet? I'm quiet for a purpose. Hallelujah. When God is silent, he's silent for a reason. Amen. Amen. There are three things God can do. God will tell you, wait, take, or not now. Yes, no, wait. Hallelujah. You are praying right now that God, this problem is beyond me. Just solve it for me. God will tell you, wait. But the truth of the matter is that sometimes you will tell you, if I tell you the solution, will you take it? Hallelujah. The Lord is good. God is always ready to tell you what to do. But the truth of the matter is that many of us don't want the advice. That is why we seek the advice of a man. Hallelujah. A young boy, a young girl will not go and ask an elderly for advice. He will ask his mate because he knows the elderly will tell them old school. Right? We don't want old school. Come on, it's old school. Like I can never ask me, we will ask uh, maybe John for advice. Or we ask Mika for advice. Because you know, Mika, mind and his mind is the same thing. But if you come and ask Mr. Sabri, you say, ah, you tell me go and sit down, go and fast. He's an old man, I want young, Bobo. 
A young bobo or a young CC will give you what young bobo and young CC mindset, and you will fail. Amen. Bear in your mind. <laughs> Hallelujah. Your friend does not want you to be happy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But God wants you and I to be what? When you seek the face of God, what do you do? Wait for the answer for him. Regardless of your challenges you're passing through, God is always there. Amen? Second Peter chapter 9. Second Peter chapter 2 verse 9. Sorry. Second Peter 2 verse 9. Second Peter 2 verse 9. Are we together in the house? Hallelujah. Second Peter 2 verse 9. The Bible said. Then the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation and to receive the unjust under punishment for the days of judgment. It says, then the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation. And he also knows how to allow the unjust to be what? To be punished. Are you not a child of God? Can you get please? Yeah, I'm a rabbi. He knows how to deliver the godly out of the problems they are passing through. Are you there? The Lord is good. Apostle said one thing. Three times I asked for this thing. What did God say to him? My power is made manifest in your weakness. Hallelujah. Did Jesus Christ cry in the Vestima? He cried, huh? He cried, he prayed to the extent that his, his sweat was like as thick as what? As blood. Blood was gushing out of him as he was praying. Did God answer him? Hallelujah. God said that cross you must carry it. You have to die. Hallelujah. Look, no matter how you love a sheep, hallelujah, when the time comes for the sheep to be killed, you will kill the sheep. Sheep, I love you, but you are meant to die. If you not, if you not eat the sheep, someone will eat it for you. Do you that? Hallelujah. I used to train chickens. My chickens are big, big, big chickens. Hallelujah. Oh, my chicken, chicken! I don't want to kill the chicken. I will come back and find the chicken is gone. People, I want to eat chicken. Help me eat it. So, chicken, I know you are big enough, strong enough. You are meant to die. I have to eat you. Hallelujah. Oh, my chicken. I kill the chicken, huh? And I eat my chicken. Amen. Because if I do not eat it, someone will eat it for me. Jesus was meant to die. Even though he cried blood, he was meant to die. Even though the blood, the sweat was gushing like blood, he was meant to die. That was the reason why he came. There is no way he can change it. That is why he now said, God let your will be done. After much crying and crying and crying, let your will be done. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord is good. Amen. The Bible says he knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation. Sometimes he leaves you in the temptation to strengthen your faith in him. Amen. Jesus faced the cross. He died for you and I. When Jesus says, 
Father, in thy hand I commit my spirit. When he died, the Bible says God cried. There was a tears from heaven. Hallelujah. That dropped on the ground. When the tears struck on the ground, the Bible says the temple curtain tore open. Hallelujah. Amen. It tore open. God was no longer living in the temple anymore. He left the temple. They said it has been fulfilled. There was an earthquake. The ground split open. When the ground split open, the Bible says, those that were dead in the Lord rose up. Those that were held captive by death, the power of death got broken. That was one of the greatest miracles Jesus performed. The sea gave up the dead. The grave gave up the dead. Amen. But if Jesus did not die, if Jesus, if God said, oh my God, my son, ah, the blood is too much, don't want to Don't die again. <laughs> God said, my dear, forget this thing. Cry. <laughs> you must go. You have to. A lamb has to be slaughtered. He is the perfect lamb that needed to be slaughtered. He faced the challenges of life. He, he, he prayed and it seemed as if God was far from him. The father was far from him. And the Bible says what? Well, in its end of the present, Father, let your will be done. When he saw the cross, he saw the pain, he saw the challenges before him. He prayed. So none of you have talent like Jesus Christ. So stop, stop, stop pampering your challenges. Rather, put your challenge aside and say, Father, you're bigger than my challenge. You're bigger than this issue. I know you gave me peace over it. Yeah. I know I'll be a victor over it. I cannot be a victim. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know what you're passing through, but I want to tell you one good news. He is right there beside you. Amen. Amen. If you are in line with him, in the book of Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes of the Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 12. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, there's 12 of eight. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes 4, 12. The Bible said what? True one, though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. One can be overpowered. Hallelujah. But two people can fight back to back. Three people cannot even be broken. Hallelujah. Amen. You have God the Father, you have God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. If the devil can defeat God the Father, if he can defeat God the Son, no, let us go back, let us reverse it. If he can defeat God the Holy Spirit, and then go to the Son, and go to the Father, then he can come to you. But he can't even defeat the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is stronger than the devil. Hallelujah. Now, because you are in the middle of these three people, they cannot touch you. Hallelujah. Amen. Even though it's fall upon you like a mountain, in that mountain that has fell on you, there is still a hope above the mountain. Amen. Amen. Tell yourself this good news that no matter what I'm passing through, I will learn to trust God. No matter my challenges, I will learn to trust God. Put your attention totally on the of God. Trust Him all through the way. Amen. Don't get, don't allow your challenges to weigh you down. In the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 12, we are running quickly. 2 Corinthians, 
Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 12. We are going to read verse 7 of it, please. Second Corinthians 12, verse 7. The Bible says what? And last, I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a throne in the flesh, a tongue in the flesh, was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffer me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning these things, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. Verse 9. And the Lord, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, must I gladly, I would rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Did you see that? He said, the devil brought it upon me. Hallelujah. The devil brought it upon me and I cried to the Lord. Take this thing out of me. First time, second time, third time. And God said, my son, enjoy. Enjoy it. It's for your own good. It's for your own good. Hallelujah. It's for your own good. And Apostle Paul said to himself that I am blessed that I have sickness. I have infirmity. I'm happy because I have because why? The power of God is manifested through it. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Are you having challenges financially? Are you having challenges educationally? Are you having problem marital? <coughs> Are you having problem materially? God put it for a purpose. Amen. Yeah? It's for a purpose. What can you see inside of it? Just like what like my son said, in that challenges, what are the benefits can you bring out of it? What are the benefits can you bring out of it? I was talking to one of my daughter yesterday and she said to me, Daddy, I'm no longer close to you. And there's one thing that you say that only keep, keeps me going. Whenever I have a problem with my husband, I will remember one word that when you call, if I call you right now and say, Dad, he has started again, he will tell me, wave it, don't look at it. I was like, I said so? He said, yes, that's your word. And if I not call mom, mom will say, my, your God's grace is all you need. So she chose, so she chose not to call anybody. She said, okay, my daddy said what? Don't look at it. And mommy says, God's grace is all I need. So she moved her eyes away and said, God, give me the grace to love this guy. And say, my home is happy today. Because why? I choose to look up to God to make it happen. Amen. Amen. Praise the living Jesus. Amen. Look up to God. Let the grace of God be all what you need. Apostle Paul said, well, three times I cried to God to take this disease that the devil put on me. This problem. He said, God said to me, enjoy it. Nika, please let me read your mind, please read on this. From verse 7 to 10, please. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, 7 to 10. لأن قوتي الضعف تكمل 
فبكل سرور أفتخر بلحظة صدقاتي صدقاتي لكي تحل علي قوة المسيح. I'm satisfied because I have the challenges. Glory be to God. Because why? The power of God is manifested in it. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Hallelujah. The devil wants you to cry. The devil wants you to, 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 to do things that are not that is out of God's will. Rather, doing that, celebrate it. When things are not working for you. Who do you talk to? Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 9, quickly. Okay. We are about to pray. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24. First Corinthians 9, verse 24. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we together in the house? If you shout amen. amen. Hallelujah. Look at what the Bible said. In First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24. If you definitely say it, please. ألستم تعلمون إن الذين يركضون في الميدان جميعهم يركضون ولكن واحد يأخذ الجعالة هكذا أركضوا لكي تنالوا. Hallelujah. So do you not know that those who run the race all run, all run, but one receives the prize. Run in such a way that you may obtain that prize. Run in a way. That you will obtain that part. So I go to verse 26, please, of it. 26. Therefore, I run those not with uncertainty, though I fight not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. Last, when I have preached of, to others, I myself should become disqualified. Hallelujah. Do we hear that? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. It says what? I fight. Not as one who fights. I beat myself just to bring myself under the subjection of God. Hallelujah. Amen. When this woman was telling me this one yesterday, I was like, I was just laughing. I never knew I said such a word. <laughs> like my just was saying, don't eat your diet. I never want to, want to eat to say, ah, pastor said, don't eat your diet. So we're just going to keep it. The word is singing in her head. Hallelujah. So the same thing. She held on to the word and said, you know one thing? This man will tell me one thing. Wave it. Don't look at it. Just continue your life. If I call mommy, mommy will tell me, all you need is the grace of God. So she holds on to these two words and it's keeping her going. Hallelujah. Children of God, I beg of you today. I don't know what you're passing through. I want to tell you one thing. Be unbreakable. Tell yourself, I am unbreakable. You cannot break me. I refuse to be broken. Because why? I am unbreakable. The world wants to break you, children of God. The world wants to break you. Refuse to be broken. Refuse to be broken. Focus your attention onto God. And I pray as you do so, God will bless you in Jesus' name. In the book of Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6, we're about to pray right now. Proverbs 6, 6. Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. And all the time. Let us read quickly Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6. The Bible says what? Go to the ants 
go to the ants, you slogan. Consider her ways and be wise, which, having no captain, overseer, or ruler, prepared, provides her supper in the summer and gather her food in the harvest. Hallelujah. They now continue in verse 9. It says, How long will you remain? How long will you slumber or slugger? When you, when will you rise from the sleep? Go to the ants. Learn from them. They have nobody to rule over them. But they did what is right. Hallelujah. Look up to God. Don't be unbreakable. Don't allow someone to break you. Hallelujah. I worked in an Egyptian school for more than 17 years right now. Hallelujah. <laughs> I cannot cry. No, it's not possible. Cry again. What is not there? No matter what the principal said to me, I'll just look at her and say, okay, so what's the big deal? And you see some people, they will just start crying. What happened? Why are you crying? She spoke to me bad. I said, oh my God, you are breakable. For me, you can't break me. No, no, no. My heart is like a stone. Hallelujah. For you to break me, I will break you. Amen. I choose not to be broken by anything. I choose not to allow my situation to break me. I choose not to be scared to, like, to say that you're fired. No, you can't fire me. Hallelujah. I quit. You can't fire me. Amen. Yeah, oh, you're fired. I always start crying. God forbid. No, 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 no. Before you say you are, I'll say I quit. Because I know one thing. When I quit, God has prepared something better for me. Oh. Children of God, rather than being broken and be crying and saying, God, why? God, why? Oh, God, why? No. Clean your eyes and say, God, what can I do to this thing? Show me the way forward. Hallelujah. Amen. I pray for you today that God will grant you that grace. That's unconditional grace that will make you not to focus on your challenges, but to make you focus on to God. May you receive that grace today in Jesus' name. Amen. That grace that has kept me going, that regardless of the storms, it never consumed me. I pray that grace may find you today in Jesus' name. That the storms you are passing through right now, you will not go drown inside of it in Jesus' name. Remember Peter, when Peter was sinking, he said, Jesus saved me. And the Bible said, and Jesus stretched his hand to him and grabbed him and bring him out of the water. Children of God, the water will not swallow you. The water will not swallow you. All you need to do is to look up to God and say, Father, I need your help. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the living Jesus. Hallelujah. Finally, in the book of Proverbs chapter 30, finally, Proverbs chapter 30, we are going to read verse 24 of it. Proverbs 30, verse 24 and 25. The Bible says what? There are four things which are little on the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. The ants are a people not strong, yet they prepare their food in the summer. The rock burgers are a flea fox, yet they make their home in the cave. The locusts have no king, yet they all advance in rank. Verse 28. The spider skillfully grabs with its hand 
and it is king's palace. He now continue. Hallelujah. He says, Dear, uh, no, let us end over there. Let us end over there. 24 and 25. 24 said what again? There are four things which are little on the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. The ants are people not strong, yet they prepare their food in the summer. They are not strong, but they prepare their food in the summer. Have you ever seen ants during the rainy season? No. They are where? Inside their house. They are building home and they are making babies. Hallelujah. When the rain is over, they come out again. Start bringing food. Start bringing food. Preparing themselves again for the next what? Summer. They go help us in Jesus' name. They are little. They are not strong, but they trust God. You are little, you are not strong, trust God. And I pray as you do so, God will bless you in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Let us pray. Almighty God, we want to thank you for everything. Faithful God is your name. We are faithful. Regardless of the obstacles of life, you are always there for us. You can never leave us nor forsake us. When we learn to trust you, you will be there for us. Our Father and our God, I pray for everyone in the house today. I don't know the obstacles, challenges they are fast passing through. It could be financial crisis, it could be material crisis, it could be marital crisis, educational crisis, moving forward crisis. I don't know what they are passing through. But Lord, your word says you know each of us better than we know ourselves. Your word says you examine the heart of every man. You know the pain in the heart of your people. Father, we choose today to trust you. We choose today to focus our eyes onto you, knowing that it's only you that can solve the puzzle for us. My Father and my Creator, as we look up to you today, speak to us in Jesus' name. Give us a way forward in Jesus' name. Because your word says you will not leave us nor forsake us. That when the temptation comes upon us, that you show us a way of escape. Father, we pray that in that obstacles of life that we are passing through right now, come speak to us, Lord Jesus. Give us a listening ear to listen to your voice. Give us a listening ear to hearken to that which you are asking us to do. We have no power of our own, Lord Jesus. We know that with you all things are possible. We know when you step into our situations, there is always a hope for us. When Peter cried out to you on that day, you, raised, you stretched your hands to him and you delivered him from the storms of life. You did not allow the water to swallow him. Father, that waters of life that we are in right now that is about to swallow us. Lord Jesus, stretch your hand and deliver us out of it in Jesus' name. Help us to turn our attention to you and not unto man in Jesus' name. We thank you because you are God. Glory and honor be given unto your name. For in Jesus' most precious name we pray. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. And all the time. At this particular time, we want to give an offering unto the Lord. Amen.
Fornication and offering unto the Lord. Whatever you have unto you, 